We've opened up the forbidden folder. This is where Ben, Bell, and I keep all our ideas the boss has said no to in the past because they're a little taboo. Mm. Like, what's prison like? That was a good one. Have you been shot? Have you slept with a celebrity? Teen mums. Yeah. Um, what's your connection to a murderer? Furries. Yeah. Furries was a wild... <laughs> was a I wild forgot one. about furries. All of these things have been covered off this morning's, though. Are you an undercover cop? Now, you can call through if you were an undercover cop, 13, 24, 10. We have arranged an undercover cop. Yeah, we thought They're it pretty might hard be to... a bit of a stretch for someone who's currently undercover to pick up the phone and go, that's me. <laughs> Could you imagine if you've done what three years, you've done three years in this bikey gang and then they're all looking around and you, you're on the phone calling Nova saying, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an undercover cop. They're going, are you getting a load of this? We're going to murder this guy now. Are you serious? He knows way too much about us. Um, so, yeah, we have arranged an undercover cop, someone who was undercover for a very long time. And Keith, is it true you were an undercover cop? It's uh, absolutely 100%. Yeah, oh. it was, uh, I was a deep undercover cop. So you say deep undercover. Does that mean you were, like, in it for years? Um, no, what it means, mate, is uh, different identity. So I had, I had three or four different names with driver's licences, bank state, you know, bank accounts and basically a whole backstory. Oh uh, my god. Completely assumed name. How long were you undercover for in total? Well, only two years initially. Uh-huh. Um, then I did a couple of other jobs later in my career that were pretty much, I don't know, three or four months of a stint. Oh my God, that's crazy. Keith, you know how you mentioned all the different names and IDs and stuff. Are they kept yep. at a police station or is it in like a suitcase under your bed like in the movies? <laughs> Well, when I was an undercover cop, it was back in the 1980s. So, you know, I'm thinking pretty much all your listeners go when. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was Wild West stuff. There, you know, we, we as the other, myself and the other undercovers, we yeah. just basically invented it ourselves. So it was, yeah, in a suitcase <laughs> under the bed. You invented the names yourself. Did you, like, can yeah. you give us one of the names? Was it like a pretty like standard name or was it like Mooney Nightcroft? Um, uh, one of, <laughs> one of them was uh, I used to use the name Jim a lot because okay. my second name is James. Right. That's, pretty, that, that's right. fairly standard. Yeah, you just have, have to have something that you uh, that you respond to. And when I was growing up in in country Queensland, my uncle's name was Keith, and I was always called Jim or Jimmy. So I generally use Jim a lot because that way, you know, if you've had a few drinks or whatever substances, yep. and you're in a uh, in a in a meeting or an environment surrounded by um, criminals, you want to be able to respond to your name. That's oh, it. Yeah. yeah. If you if you say, yeah, I'm Hawk or Blade <laughs> or something like that, yeah, yeah you, you'll probably forget after a yeah. couple of beers. So Keith, you've said yeah, or, that you had or Byron. You've, yeah. you've had many jobs. Are we talking uh like drug gangs or, or what kind of work are we talking? Yeah, all mine was drugs. All okay. mine was drugs. Um I, I volunteered for it uh, and I went deep undercover just before I turned twenty two years old, believe it or not. Wow. Um, oh, and uh, and because back in those days, back in the eighties, heroin was was a scourge. It was we had people dying of overdoses literally every day, um, and I just figured that there was something that I could do to to fight that heroin trade. You know, the things, yeah. the decisions you make when you're young and full of ideals. I guess. Do you have to take? drugs if you're like if you're you know pretending to be yeah. criminal and you're like you know this hardcore guy you have to and, do it all yeah would you like if you're deep no. in it yeah what happens Keith? yeah i look i smoked a lot of weed um you know pretty hard not to um i i took a couple of lines of speed at gunpoint one night Whoa. oh seriously they were like if you're not a cop then you know do this yeah that's wow. the where it was 
Yeah, oh well, it wasn't God. so much if you're not a cop. It was this, this, this guy wanted someone to party with, and I said I was only in it for the money, which is what I used to say about all yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he produced a double-barrel shotgun, and, and uh, I'll clean it up. He said, if you don't partake with me, I'll be I'll be forced to uh, shoot you in the head. Oh, oh Keith. You'd have Keith. so many good stories. You just can't even... Like, that's one, but you'd have so many good stories. Did you ever come <laughs> close, Keith, to being found out? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was doing a, an undercover job in Cairns in North Queensland, and um, and the guy that I was working on, we didn't realise at the time, but was an escaped double murderer from South Australia. Oh jeez! Oh and, whoa! Uh, and I was with him in a particular uh, nightclub, and it turned out that the nightclub was managed by a guy I'd gone to school with, and um, and he recognised me and called me by my real name. Oh, oh no! And said, "Oh, I heard you became a cop." <laughs> Yeah, well, no, because I hadn't seen him since year eight, so he had no idea I was a cop. But Good. he just said, Keith, you know. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't the name I was using at the time. So what do you so, say? No, that's not me. Oh, I used some pretty bad language towards him and said, no, you're mistaken, um, and go away. You know, you yeah. can read between the lines. Yeah. And um, and the, the crook that, or the, the, yeah, the crook that I was with, um, I've said this to many people. He gave me a look that froze my blood. <sighs> he, um, he had... Eyes like Charles Manson. I don't know if you've ever mm. seen any, any mm. photographs of Charles Manson, but this guy was cold. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, scared me a lot. Did you ever become close or friends with the people that yeah. you were going to expose? That's an excellent question. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I I developed pretty early um, an attitude about drug reform. You know, once I realised that cannabis wasn't causing the sky to fall in society, mm-hmm. I, I had a, I had a point of view. It should have been at least decriminalised, if not legalised. But huh. yeah. there were some people that I really liked hanging around with who, who were weed dealers, and I felt quite. I still feel a bit of guilt about that, mm. a bit of remorse about it. But that was the 1980s in Queensland. You just had to do what you had to do. Yeah, Keith, what do you do after being an undercover cop for so many years? Do you just Go live out on a ranch somewhere, yeah, like over an ice cream are you shop, in fear or fear that they're going to come after you. <laughs> now, when I finished undercover, I had a thirst for adrenaline, so I went and joined the special operations area. Cool. Jeez, Keith, so, you, you're a real life action man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a long time ago. <laughs> oh wow, Keith, fascinating thank you stuff. So much. Yeah. It was a pleasure, and we appreciate you coming on the show to have a chat with us this morning. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a great day.